It's time to gather together. Hi there, I'm Yelta, and I'll be buying the first round while we chat about Final Fantasy XIV. This is episode 48. Pull up a chair and join us. On the menu tonight, a reminder about the free login campaign, the duty commenced PvP special, patch 3.22 notes, letter from the developer producer live part 28 update, developer's blog and tracker, we've got lots of fan mail and comments, and a reminder of the gather together playtime contest. But first, let's shoot the shit. What has been going on this week, Ruby? Hi, Yelta. Hi. How are you? Fantastic. Good. <laughs> uh, I think we both had a good week. We did some stuff. We actually got out of our shell, did some stuff we've been wanting to work on recently, and I'm, I'm kind of excited. I played a lot. I know you did, um, and I'm glad we did. There's just a lot. Of, there's still a lot of 3.2 content there's left to do, so... Uh, we started working on Sephiroth EX. Uh, we started that on Thursday. Um, we don't quite have the whole band back together yet, but we're working piece by piece, and we have some friends that are helping us out. And um, I think we had a, a nice monk that joined us. We were holding out for a bard or a machinist. Wanted some lovely MP songs, but... Uh, we ended up with a, a monk that was really good-natured. He had not done it before. And yes, folks, we started our own learning party because, you know, there's not a whole lot out there. But we, <laughs> we you still see them. I think we also joined one on Saturday, yeah. uh, Yelta and myself and our friend Dex. And um, I think we saw more when we did it <laughs> than when we did it with other people. I think we got further, actually. Um, we saw We saw colors, I think, in our Thursday group and... The Saturday one wasn't getting anywhere, but you really do. You have we to have voice chat. For you know, thing. we were in voice chat. We we yeah. had watched a video. I don't know if the other group had. We had it. I feel like we had a tank that was making a lot of jokes and kind of playing around. But at the same time, they didn't understand the mechanics. Like one time he said something about we should use stone skin. And I quickly said, well, standing in three green circles overlapping. I don't think stone skin's <laughs> going to help. I don't think anything oh, I- will help. Yeah, and the other healer kept running on my assigned spot. Yeah. Well, the tank was crooked. That was the problem. Oh, yeah, and the other the tank biggest was problem dragging it. All the crooked places. And it's like, no, we have to base what we're going to do on where you take the boss. But I, no. I, I think you agree with me. When we when we start something brand new, number one, I suck. Um, I blow all my MP. I'm awful at it. But I fully expect that because I'm trying to learn mechanics. I'm not here to beat the fight. I'm not necessarily here in the first time to see Enrage, although that would be great. I'm here to blow my load and see how far I can get and then understand the rhythm of the fight and then do a little better MP maintenance and then get to the next spot and then blow my load and then hopefully get there again. It's a work in progress, and I'm sure everybody has their own method of learning and working through stuff. And I also fully expect a lot of communication, and I fully expect... Um, a lot of uh, trying anything, but also having a set procedure of doing something and working until we find that that either doesn't work or it works well. So if the tank has to drag it to X spot and you assign spots for people to run to and all that, I'm for it. Now, I'm not like super big on, I like area markers, but not necessarily the things floating on people's heads. I think it's a little... (laughs) A little too much sometimes. Like people should know their role. They know they should know their expectation. But if I say, 
hey, the white mage should run to you know through the boss and then a little to the right and mark it, and then like have the other healer run through the boss and a little to the left and have the range go off to the side and the purple marker go straight to the back or whatever configuration you decide to do, at least stick with it. You know, then once you have it on farm, hey, paladin, you can go into sort of then. Or, hey, you know, guy, you can do, uh, you know, a trick or take it to this corner or do something else. But for me, I, I kind of like a set. Let I want the expectation out there what we're going to do while I learn content. And it was just like you're saying, like the tank was taking it some skewed off direction. People were switching where they were standing. Um, it just, things weren't working. Like the tank was dragging it way too slow out of the middle to the end whenever, uh, it was doing that like T shaped pattern of the, uh, mm-hmm. the green puddles. And it's like, uh, anyway, at least it was practice. Like the whole point of that was so we could see mechanics and we would know what to do. And so for Thursday, it's like, okay, I'm not going to fuck up the, the green and purple part. I know what I'm doing. So it's good. I have full confidence that we will see a lot of phase three on thursday and we saw phase three which i when we put that down we were like okay let's try to see how far we can get let's try to get phase one down we'll look at phase two and we'll see if we even see phase three and we saw phase three like two or three times so you know seven brand new people yeah. seven brand new people i'm happy so that was good. Um, what was, oh my God, Yelta, this was really crazy. <laughs> so I had some, like a good crazy, not like a paladin telling me how to meld my material crazy, like a good crazy. So like, I think it was Saturday. I think I got off work and I come home and I was like, I was really looking to see if there was any Ramu parties, just periodically checking to see if anybody needed a Ramu. And I joined one and it was, uh, and I think we got a few clears and then it was like stuff started falling apart. And, you know, like if people can't beat the DPS thing on that, like you got some major issues. And so it just kind of fell apart or whatever. And then periodically through the rest of that day, I check again, you know, like is there a ram? Well, some guy, I think it was a DPS. He, he's like he set up a party and he said, need Ramu clear, undersized, never done it before. Please help. And I joined. I said, hey, bud, I'm here for one run. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping that you get your, I'll help you get your clear and I hope a pony drops. He's like, I don't care. Stick around. Well, the party filled up like instantly. Like as soon as I did it, I guess they saw, you know, they smelled the free poetics or whatever. <laughs> so, lear, lear, but, I, but, but Ruby, learning parties or clear parties don't exist. No, content. not at all. For old, for 2.0 content, not at all. <laughs> Nobody will help you. Actually, I hoped a Thornton, I'm uh, not sorry, not a Thornton, a, um, Thorn March, a Ramu, and uh, uh, some Garudas this weekend. So people are still helping with 2.0 content. You can create your own party finder, gang, and and get things done. So this guy did, and I was happy to help him. I joined in. It's filled up like instantly. We go in. Of course, it's a joke because we've got eight well-skilled people, and it works out really fast, really easy, and a pony drops, and I roll a fucking 94 on it. <laughs> And I wrote in big capital letters, karma is real, (laughs) y'all, and (laughs) took the pony, left the instance, and went straight and got my Kirin because it was the last pony I needed. It is beautiful. (laughs) Congrats. Kirin is beautiful. I love it. It is so bright. You can go into like dark 
caves and dungeons and it's like it glows and the feet are pretty i am not i don't like the prelude music that they use for the thing but i have mount music off anyway because since they have the looping music in heaven's word i've had mount music off for the most part but uh it's a it's gorgeous i'm prancing around idleshire like prancing like a princess or? <laughs> yes like a princess like i'm happy because i have a kieran of course i'm surrounded by birds colored birds that i cannot get yet so we have to do some bird farming so i can have some pretty i saw uh, i was in idleshire and i saw all four birds lined up together i took a screenshot of it it's they're mm. beautiful i love them all i need them all i think the colors are better than the original pony colors like the ravana red i always like better than like the ifrit red color um that that teal color that's on the Sephiroth one, oh my gosh, they're just all beautiful. That one's so pretty. They're beautiful. Yeah. I think the most beautiful. Well, I won't mention it. I'll let you talk about it. But that, there's a there's a real pretty one, and I'll uh, 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 I'll let you talk more about the prettiest of of the four. But um, what else did I do? What else? Um, I got a new fishing pole. I was like a week out of red scripts for getting the uh, red tool red script tool for fishing, so I knocked that out on Sunday. Um, I changed up my materia. I'll save it. We've got a, a cool email that talks about the white mage materia. I'll talk about that when I get there, but I did do some materia switcheroo, not because that stupid ass paladin <laughs> told me what to do. I did, I did some research. I wanted to change a couple of things and Sephiroth kind of smacked me around a bit. I was like, it smacked some <laughs> sense into me, I think. Um, I did some, I did some feast. This was pre summoner nerf, but I, I had one that I killed 10 people and it was Oh, bloodlust. I love it. <laughs> and um, because I didn't want to be a scrub and like not play something and then talk about it on the podcast, I actually did the egg event for, for the uh, hatching, hatching tide. tide. Yes. I would be embarrassed if I didn't if I didn't do it before we podcasted. So it, I, it was I when to. I texted you, don't be a scrub. Pretty much. It? Pretty yeah. much. You know, how, how could I talk about it if I if I didn't play it? So uh, I, I did the egg stuff and it was it was fun. I chased eggs and I um, what else did I do to them? Um, I, you know, all kinds of sick and disgusting things behind corners. <laughs> that nobody... You had to count eggs. I counted count those eggs. eggs. Yeah. Did, so, when you, so when you counted the eggs on the fastest one, did you remember them or did you do like 90% of everybody else where you had a text pad up on the other side? I yelled, and I'm very boom. proud. I'm proud of myself. Did you do it? I'm proud of myself. I, I memorized it on the seventh attempt. <laughs> I kid you not. I said I looked at I looked at Cinna's notes next to me with her little tally marks, uh -huh. and I said I'm not doing that, Cinna. I'm gonna memorize it. And so on the, on the fourth failure, I said I'm gonna yell them out loud. Help me remember the. <laughs> and then on the seventh one, I called them out, and after I recited them all, like you know, playing sorry, you know, like red, mm. red, blue, green, yellow. Red, red, blue, green, yellow. Simon. I, I, I went and wrote them down. I'm like, <laughs> blue, yellow, black, white, blue, blue, black, yellow. And, <laughs> you know, I got it. I got it. It was so easy. Super. Nice. What was super the other easy. one? Oh, the other one was taking the basket or taking oh. the to to You had to avoid the spriggans. Yeah, that part was easy. Um, yeah. the, the hard part was I stopped to take screenshots right before I got to my guy and then my egg disappeared because it only has a four-minute time limit. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Then I had to go run back and get another egg. 
I have some pretty screenshots. I forgot to take screenshots when I did it. Well, they're dailies. You can do it again. <laughs> and I still need to do a few more so I can get the uh, papaya music. And I don't think I ever had picked up a Spriggan cap in the past. So you can buy one here. And I'll grab it. Okay. And, uh, you know, just the regular stuff. We capped and did normal stuff. Void arc stuff. You know, uh, you, you don't go a week without doing the void arc. It's almost goes without saying at this point. We, uh, you do your void arc every week. You do your Alexander normal five through eight every week. Hopefully you're getting your drops and definitely getting your, your eight, uh, cog. Uh, so we'll be coming up on week five. So be sure you're working on that. And, uh, I know both you and I did those things. So yeah, yeah. I'll kick it to you. Tell me about your week. Yeah, I did the weekly stuff, cap tomes, demand void arc. I had to try a few times to get through Midas. We, of course, all went one night for Midas, but you only get half as many drops as your party. So unless you did all of them twice, we wouldn't all get something. And actually, at this point, some of us are kind of holding out. I just need one more lens, or I just, you know... So I I, uh, I did it once with all of you guys. I only got two of my drops, so I went back and that I took. There are some derpy fucks. Oh boy, I, I just... had one. <laughs> we had to kick. We had to kick somebody. Y'all, no. we had to kick a healer because she died. Time uh, she'd get up and die. Get up and die. Get up and die. And I I hate to say, Cinna ended up kicking her because she was <clears throat> AFK. And um, she got. We uh, we were like like I think she was with somebody else that was in there, and they kind of got mad. They kind of got mad, and then it fell apart, and then we got a group that actually knew what they were doing and cleared it like that. So I don't know, man. I know that vote kick thing, is it? and it kind of gave me a bad juju for a minute. I felt kind of bad, but at the same time, it's like, wow, why are you wasting a bunch of people's time if you're going to stand in a corner or if you're going to just like get up and not move out of easy mechanics, easy mechanics. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Uh, I, did, I did get confused. on. I don't know why. It's not too hard if you have purple – you stand on the bot or the top, and if you have red, you, I, I can't remember. I get mixed up. The icon even fucking tells you where to stand, and I get it wrong sometimes. I needed a sticky note or something. I don't mm -hmm. know. So yeah, I, I screwed that one up, but I didn't die or anything. Um. So yep, did hatching tide also got my papaya scroll, which has been playing in the free company house since then. I think. Yep, I love it. Yeah, somebody had left a faded scroll of riptide or something. Oh yeah. So in the in our company chest, so I made it and claimed it as my own. It was in tab one. I figured which which song is Riptide? I don't remember. Mm. Lord of the House. I think it was Riptide. I don't remember. I crafted it. I had the stuff on me. So uh, I think I have twenty one songs now. That's I think you get an achievement at thirty. So wow. I I, I need more songs. Um. What else? Farmed a lot of primals. A lot, a lot of primals. I, I joined, like, Dex, Dex also wanted uh, Ramu Pony. I think I did, you know, farming parties with Dex. I did, oh, some people, you know, I, I do that thing too where it's like, oh, I need a clear. So last night I went, somebody needed a clear for Shiva. And then I'm like, yeah, I'll go for one. And then the party was halfway as decent. So I stayed for 10 more. So. We got two whistles dropped to people. I didn't need anything. I was just, well, it was actually kind of nice to have, you know, we're, we're farming all this stuff. And then they're like, let's go do Titan. And I'm like, okay. And they're like, well, you want to come chat with us and team speak? And I'm like, okay. I popped on with them. I added three, three or four people at NB's link shell. Just, they just seem like cool guys. So, 
So farmed lots and lots of primals, including many, many, many Bismarcks. And that, I've only seen the mount drop twice in all the runs I did. But lucky me, I won the second one I ever saw. So, so of course, the prettiest bird is the one I have. That's correct. <laughs> I knew you'd say it. The question, yeah. No, it's super cool. I was actually, it's, I'm super lucky. It. People it's do beautiful. have them. It's it's very pretty. I like the way it looks. Um, there was like three of them. There's like two people had them, not the Ravana, but the other two were standing there in Inlshire. And so I stand next to them and took a picture. You should. You should do yeah. that every yeah. single freaking day, Yelta. Stand <laughs> there with your EP out and show everybody you have a bird. Every, show everybody your bird. Show, show everyone your bird. Your bird. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I was pretty excited. Well, then I got like a couple of people like ran by and they were like, they were shocked I had it. And I'm like, um, I went and farmed it every time I saw it up in Party Finder. So uh, uh, I did that. And then I'm like, okay, well, I'm like scared of Ravana, right? We farmed it 10 times and we're done. That's what we did back in the day because you did Bismarck once to unlock Ravana. So I went in and joined this farming party for Ravana, and uh, the first thing I said was, okay, I haven't done this since. We farmed it 10 times right when it came out, and nobody really said anything or whatever. So then, of course, I get prey the first time. Now, this is a single tank, single heal, 5 DPS. And so, of course, I got prey, and all they said was run to the—I the, got us killed. And then they're like, if you got prey, run to the tank. Okay. Well, we we, won a, we farmed a couple times, and then I got prey again. I ran over and stood by the tank, but I forgot that it was something that's transferred. Oh, he picks it up off of you, yeah. Right? So I picked it right back off of him. I don't know how, but apparently, like, three, like the other person with the prey came by. We, like, crossed preys or something, mm-hmm. and I got everybody killed again. But they're like, then somebody, I, I, and I type, what did I do? What, what happened? And they're like, oh, yeah, you have to pick you know, get the fuck out of there after you do that. Yeah. Uh, we farmed Ravana for several hours, but didn't see any. Oh, that's uh, a couple hours. I love didn't that pretty any. red bird though. It is really pretty, but I'll keep trying that. It's really easy. Apparently our group was kind of slow. DPS is what I was told. Hmm. And, uh, apparently you can like skip the butterfly phase. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, uh, I think Later on, there's the one where the numbered swords come out. Right. That's when we were killing it. You didn't even have to do the swords. Oh, the numbered swords, which means you don't even have to do the other bullshit after that, which is, you know, like three purple circles come out and two people have to run to the sides and the other people have to pick up the prey. And that's the shitty part. You don't even do that. Wow. That would be like skipping dive bombs on turn nine. Exactly. That's very much what it felt like. So I was scared to go in because I'm like, ah, I don't remember the fight that well. And then I'm like, okay, after I guess killed the first time, somebody dropped and, you know, they we're reforming the party. And I'm like, I'm going to go peek at a guide. And I peeked at it and they're like, we're going in. I'm like, okay. So I didn't really refresh myself. But I mean, I remembered where to stand for most of the party, get the little right, ball not on get you. knocked off the ledge. Don't get knocked off the edge. Uh, you're stuck on his ass at that one point kind of thing so i a lot of it came back to me but it it's pretty easy and we should not be afraid to go in i'm not afraid i want it i've started to get like a primal lust that i did not have in the past (laughs) that cinna like looks at me with her head turned to one side and like why do you want to farm primals now not when it was you know relevant back in 2.0 to get ponies (laughs) and it's like i don't know what changed 
I have a better setup. Titan scared me for a long time. I had bad experience. Titan touched me in a bad place at one point, and it really scared me from primals for a long time. And then, you know, like fights like Leviathan and Ramu were so mechanically heavy, and it can still be fucked up if the mechanics are not done properly. Uh, Thorn March is a very... Oh my gosh, we tried to help a Thorn March, and, and God bless the, the people who were really trying on that, but it just turned into a shit show. <laughs> you know, you just, there are fights you have to do mechanics, and you have to know the mechanics. You can't just blast the king. It doesn't work. There's like, what, three or four fights now that it's like you can do too much DPS. You really have Absolutely. to stand there and stop. You're like, Okay, it's at 30%. Everybody just fucking stand there. Right. Or you can go right. into like an Odin and shit on him. You know? It's like you just, <laughs> I, haven't, I have to go back into Odin. We need to I go back. There's I liked that fight. Not really been a good pretty. reason. But. Well, they didn't put his fucking horse in there and they put it on the cash shop. Oh, that's shop. right. Yeah, they should have put like a 0.01% drop rate and let us go get the horse instead of buying the horse. But that was Box a suggestion of ours. I don't know why yeah. Yoshida didn't listen to that one. It's <laughs> very odd. By the way, I... I played riptide it's like Hullbreaker's music i think so or maybe it wasn't uh it, whatever it was yeah it's like it's i think it was one of the pirate new ones yeah sure all right what else on friday friday night has become uh help or not help but join this other link shell i'm in kitty cult uh ruby's in there too and friday night tends to be like okay join kitty cult and do stuff well, so many of their members never did coil mm. and, or they got through, you know, one through four or they got, you know, and uh, so I'm like, okay, yeah, we can do this. So we went in there, undersized it. Now, one of the guys, he's try he's like trying to call out as we're running up, you know, the very first turn is the, is the, the ball, right? You go and murder that ball. Yeah. And uh, this, I have flashbacks of like wiping all night to that oh, gosh. back in the day. Yes, in dark light uh, gear. Yeah, in dark light gear. And uh, so we're running over there and he's like in voice chat. He's like, all right, and I'm going to tank it here and this needs to be stunned. And when ads come up and I said, honey, none of that's going to happen. Okay, he says. So we go in there and it's like the ad doesn't even come up. You just, just completely destroy it because we were all level 60, did it, you know. And synced. So we're like on our way running to the, the, the end boss and killing all the trash mobs on the way and making sure everyone gets a map achievement. And he starts describing the mechanics of the snake. And I'm like, no, no, no just don't stand in the puddles. That's and, and even if you do, who cares? And in fact, this is what's really sad. So we did turn one, two, three. We did three. Oh, wow. Yeah, we went jumped through three. How are those old jump pads? Those are, I don't remember how to do them. So it was a little bit of jumping around, but it was, <laughs> it was a fun Friday night thing to do, honestly. Cause it's like for people who had never seen it, you know, there's like five people who hadn't been in there in the party. So at, uh, four, which one's four. Four's the elevator. Two's, two's ADS, four's the elevator. So yeah, the, people were like, that's it. Then we did five. Now five, you still have to pay attention. Yep. You still and I love these people, but I'm telling them how to do dive bombs. The, the area is marked where to go. And I'm like, all you have to do is stand at the bottom right next to the line and then go up and go down. People wouldn't go in the hole. People were running around the, 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 the field. People, Yeah, it was kind That's of a cute. shit show. It was kind of. And then uh, 
And then Twisters, of course. We didn't do too bad with Twisters. That's if good. We, if we, yeah, I think like the. I guess if everybody's still running twisters. like chicken with their head cut off, you would yeah. not run over your Twister. Yeah, so Twisters wasn't so bad. We wiped a few times, did finally get the clear. And then we did uh, six, turn six. And that one. It's pretty much a joke. I helped somebody with the six the other day, and it was I, they did something similar where it's like somebody asked, "What is the move that one shots you?" I said, "Nothing. Don't worry about it." But it's called blighted bouquet. If you yep. wanted to know, yeah, yeah. And in fact, it was again very sad. So we we went in there. People are like, "Oh wow, this is cool," and because it's a really neat way when you go in there, it yeah. transforms, and you know, you kill the golems and all that stuff, and. And we killed the the plant, and someone was like, honest God said, that's it. And they're like, man, these aren't even really like raids. And I'm like, okay, first of all, you are seeing the preschool version. But I didn't say all this. But I'm like, this is not the raid. No, but they were also saying that on top, you know, they were thinking more like WoW raids where they're big, right? Mm, yeah. These, these They have wings. They have different areas and multiple bosses and stuff and, and you know. Ours, ours are more. I don't know if they're hard. I don't know. I don't well, want to get into boss battles with a couple of ad pa- patches or ad spots right before. They really, they weren't wow raids by any no. stretch. So, so I, you know, I, I got what he meant. I'm like, but you don't, you know that, you know, when we were in here, we were in eye level 90, 70, yeah, 90 gear something, and I'm like, um, I'm two nineteen and we're level sixty. So. No, it's really, really easy. So uh, we and then we tried seven, but seven's got a lot going on. Seven has and, mechanics. Yep. And I and I told him going in, I'm like, this one was the set breaker, and we might have trouble with it. So people were just kind of started dropping off at that. But I think we got five new people through six. That's good. So that was actually pretty good. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't know. Thinking if even if any music dropped. We, of course, got those little tome things. Yeah, that's for, good. I forgot. I went into six and I was like, I'm not going to lot on anything. And then those things dropped. And I was like, I'm going to lot on these. <laughs> I didn't get any, though. Yeah, I, I greeted a whole bunch. Of, I think I greeted a bunch of stuff. So, so yeah, I think I'm, I think I've, I got some, I've got, honestly, Ruby, I think I was telling you before we started recording. I have Final Fantasy scheduled every night this week. Right? Well, you know, there was a few <laughs> months ago that we, we're crying in our beers because we had nothing to do. Well, I'm I'm pretty happy with with the the scheduling of events. I'm happy mm-hmm. with uh, people coming out. You said you ran with, I think you ran with some more people and added people to the link shell and even talked to some people who were trying to do their own link shell and get people together mm-hmm. again. So there's a good vibe out there of people wanting to play together. I'm running across people who I've seen in the community and never had a chance to play with. And I've been getting in parties with people and recognizing names and branching out. And I think there's just a new wave of getting out and doing stuff. People are doing diadem again because, you know, there's a reason to get uh, bronze spoils. And uh, there's just there's a reason to get out there and do stuff. And people are doing it and it feels good. Yeah, it definitely feels good. Well, and we're still in the high part of the for you sure know, this this week I'll have. A ring and that'll get me to 220 and then i'm kind of stuck again yeah you know you slowly you know other than the tomes so i guess i'll you know 
I think this time around, I'm going to be like, okay, next I'm gearing my white mage. I, that, I won't yep. take that break. I'll be like, no, now I gear my white mage. No, I feel like th- th- the gear cycle was really I, – I hate to say perfected, but it's definitely better than what we've been dealing with where I am honing in on gearing up my summoner. And this kind of goes back to where I was talking about doing my materia. I went to um, Ariella's site and um, looked up the materia stuff and – uh, checked out my gear and then I looked at summoner as well. And I noticed that, you know, like pants for white mage from Midas prototype Midas aren't that great. I think cause they have a lot of crit and I'm not a crit guy, but the, the ones for summoner have crit, I think, and they were really good. So I'm saving those springs for my summoner instead of using them for the, my healer set and um, I feel like I'm able to start gearing my summoner a little faster and have that DPS roll up to speed faster so I can do other content or kind of do some lamer content and really focus on my healer for some mainline content. And I think with us doing um, Sephiroth EX, and I feel like a lot of the community is really focused on Sephiroth EX, so that is, that's a plus because a lot more people are doing it. People are still trying to do learning parties. As much as we joke about that, they're, they're still going on. So, um, there's, there's reason to gear up and get out there and use it. And I'm, I'm doing the math, Yelta. I'm like, you know, we get the Sephiroth down. I, I really want to try A5S. And I would yeah. like to get those accessories because I could I could use some accessory gear ups and, and getting that ball going. And I can see that my next huge leap of gear is going to come out of clearing A6S. And I think that's that mm-hmm. way for a lot of people. Um, and that's going to get that whole left side except for the body, pants, and weapon and a lot of the primal accessories. And that's I think that's the goal. How can we get to and through A6S to gear up for the next level? Yeah, yep. Yeah. yeah, and that's definitely I I would like to be getting current gear again. I other than the welfare gear. It's really kind of bothering me that uh, of course I've been too lazy about it myself either. It's like, uh, we have to find, you know, new player or new people to team up with and cuz I think we got to find four or something. Yeah. But, We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll figure it out. I'm just really enjoying myself now, even just, you know, doing primal farming. And well, it stuff. was fun. It really wasn't when we were doing the primal stuff, learning. It was fun. The The primal farms have been fun, um, despite some minor derpiness in the normal uh, Alexander runs. Those have been fun. I We always come back to like, if it's not fun, we wouldn't be doing this. And we're starting to have a lot of fun, even learning Sephiroth. Sephiroth uh, has been fun to me. I, I didn't mm-hmm. blow my top. I didn't get mad. I don't think anybody was frustrated in that. I, I thought it was a lot of fun, and I'm I'm continuing to have fun. I also went into Diadem uh, decks, and I stole an airship from yeah. the free company. And uh, he wanted just to see on easy what two people could do. And uh, it, it was rough, but we killed enough monsters to get... Uh, uh, four pinks to turn in which is not great but i think if we had four people or even three people you could kind of just spend a half an hour just and we didn't even get flight we just went in there and just to see what, what level we, mobs did y'all kill twos oh threes? i don't know they were whatever the birds little birdie things were okay. on the island <clears throat> it had crabs um it had the big crabs and then like the little what are the little whatever those are yeah um so uh 
we tried some of the little crabs, but they were they hit really hard. They do some weird stuff. I think yeah, the bubbles so. or something are it's not good. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we focused on then once we realized which ones are easier, and I, I you know, people want their spoils because that's how you get you know materia and stuff. And as a public service announcement, uh, when you teleport back to your house after, you know, doing the diadem, you don't have to leave the residential area to no. turn in your spoils. Um, it's always the, there's, they've added, uh, at the entrance of the residential area, there's always like the dude who, who will take you back to, you know, old or whatever, but they've added two NPCs over there, the spoils collector and the spoils trader. So you don't have to leave. He's like, all right, let's go back to Ishgard. And I'm like, you don't have to go back to Ishgard. Mm -hmm. You know what I like about where we, we live, mm -hmm. we're at the North subdivision and those NPCs are at North. So all I have to do is click north and north subdivision, and I'm right in front of the house, or I'm right in front of those NPCs. <laughs> it's really easy. Oh, yeah, because they have them in all the subdivisions too, but it's you don't have to I – don't, I don't remember. The orientation's or, different. Yeah, that's what confuses me because uh, one, one of the free companies that partially makes up Kitty Cult, uh, they have the same house as us in Ward 3, but we're in the subdivision and they're not. Right. Yeah, so – it's something like the subdivision is like turned counterclockwise, 90 degrees, 90 degrees or, yeah. or something. It's very strange. But anyway, yep, I think we're, I think we said it. We're both having fun. So, all right, you guys can also shoot the shit with us on the website. Go to gtffxiv.com. Leave us some comments and whatnot. The first round news. Uh, just a reminder quick that we are currently still having the free login campaign. So, through the 13th of April, you can, if, I think if there's rules, but if you haven't uh, been subscribed for a while, you can uh, download the game and log in for free. Yeah, what, 96 hours? 90, up to 96 hours, yeah. So it's like almost a month calendar-wise, and then within that 96 hours you can play. People are doing it. I saw some people in the novice chat asking, like, who, who's here from the free thing? Oh. And I got you into got the, in novice the novice chat. chat. <laughs> I did for a little bit last night. All right, uh, duty commenced. Uh, they had a PvP special, Culling Time. I didn't watch oh. this. Oh. Culling Time. <laughs> um, look, guys, let's let's be real. I I know, I know. Bayon doesn't doesn't like us. He doesn't listen to this show. If he did, he'd give us props. And and I tried to watch his show. And Matt, you got to talk more when you're doing this stuff, man. You can't focus. In the, this is why I'm a poor Twitch streamer. All right, I know I'm a poor Twitch streamer. When I'm when I'm not listening to my friends or I'm not I don't have background noise and stuff and I focus on speaking to the invisible audience because I have a hard time looking at the chat and talking and all that stuff. It's it's it causes issues for me. But when I do do it and I do it right for whatever what few times I do it, you're interacting with your audience. You're you're having a conversation or you're shooting the shit or you're talking about random stuff or you're talking about what's going on, but something, but you're you're creating a dialogue. And I think the these guys create a, a nice dialogue, so to speak. They're really giving the news when they do duty commenced. And the duty commenced, I think, have progressively gotten a lot better. Like they're really good episodes. Look at listen to me judging duty commenced. These guys are getting paid for it. <laughs> You get paid for this shit, uh, and and I'm not a professional radio guy or anything, but their duty commences are great. But I think when you when you get into content that you are showcasing 
end game stuff and you're going to focus for an hour and a half, an hour and 45 minutes or whatever, showcasing this stuff. I think you kind of have to get to the level like I was watching some of these Capcom tournaments and where you have the people and they're kind of lame too where they're like so-and-so does a kick and he does a punch and he does a thing and yeah, you know, whatever. But at least it's commentary. I was trying to watch this and I wasn't hearing much commentary or it was like focus and then a little bit commentary and focus and a little bit of commentary. And I don't know. I think if they do this again, like maybe have somebody else doing commentary while they're doing it or have a script or point out stuff. And maybe they did because I didn't really watch this like super in depth. Maybe I'm completely missing it. Maybe they had a full 30 minutes where they were like really going. And then they said, hey, we're going to be silent for this part so you guys can watch. Maybe they had it all set up. But I was trying to do other stuff and I had this on in the background and I kept looking over like it was a Twitch streamer and I was like bored and I switched channels. Oh, no. I hate to say that, but it's oh. true. So that that was my experience with the calling time. Um, I think they did turns. I think Devin did a little bit. Um, Kamate and Matt or Bayon did a little bit, like an hour at a time. And they had like a little thing at the beginning where they were kind of talking about like, we're about to do the stream. It's a test stream or whatever. And it's kind of nice to go back on Twitch and look at it because you can see the chat and, you know, people were talking to them in the chat. I don't think they did any giveaways or anything. I think they got away from the giveaways after the last I I thought commenced. they said they were not going to do those yeah, anymore. No, I, I could be wrong. I think, I, I think, I don't know lawyers make it hard or something i don't know yeah yep yep so anyway that was that thing i I don't really have much to say about it um great job duty commands i look forward to the next numbered duty commands for sure um we did have a patch 3.22 these uh there's some notes uh it's all pvp battle system stuff um one of the things that I didn't apparently the matches felt like they went on too long. They're allow eight minutes. Yeah, did, did, you haven't played those. I have since not then. done it okay. since then. I was yeah, very interested then. in these, and I you know why I'm interested because we've been talking about this for a while, and we talked about it at the beginning of the last episode when we talked about the feast stuff, and I mentioned that when you're in the feast and you're doing PvP content. The fun part about PvP is you die, you get back up, and it's fast. And you get fast mm. into it, and you die, and you get back up, and it's fast, fast, fast. And they're listening because, number one, to reduce the to the time of the matches, it's going to make the matches pop faster. You'll be getting in and out of them faster. And so it's a faster thing. I don't know if that works on all the matches. Once again, I haven't done the four-on-four. Four. I haven't done the light content or whatever. I've been doing the eight-on-eights. But there is a point, and I think there's also in these notes about like having the X number of medals mm-hmm, to win. The vulnerability up. And, the vulnerability oh, that, up. Yep. Well, that's that's another way to, to shorten it, too. The vulnerability comes up with the number of medals that you have. That, that penalty has, has increased. The calling time has uh, been faster. Um, I think they've been looking at or they said something about if you if the team hits X number of medals, it just ends the match, you win, instead of giving you that time for the other team to come back, which I don't know how I feel about that. But um, all of these are to do things faster, and I, you know, maybe I'm skipping ahead here, but there was something <laughs> that I highlighted that had to do with we are working on these things in a, 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 to prepare for instant uh, return or instant... Um, uh, oh yeah, raised yeah. from incapacitation. Raised, yeah. Like what? You can be instantly raised up from the. Well, I'll have to read through this again. Oh yeah, find the that. following adjustment. Oh no, that's something else. Never mind. 
But I think it was right. said. Somewhere I think too. it was said yeah. when they did the comments, like a dev or something did some comments, or Yoshida had some comments about the PvP and and changes that they wanted to make, and that was part of the thing they said was preparing the way to make these in essence all of it is to make pvp faster it'll pop faster the matches will be faster you'll get up from uh incapacitation faster it's all to increase the speed of pvp encounters they made uh, a bunch of uh spell adjustments ability adjustments the spell casting one i thought was interesting that you uh will only get interrupted now just not not if a gnat farts on you you will get you know, hey, you have to take a certain have amount of damage. had issues with that farts? I've been, <laughs> a serious issue. I've serious? Yeah. Uh, yes, I heard I, a little bit of bitching about this. Um, now, this is prior to, I think, seeing how these go, but it, the bitching was indestructible healers. Now, I don't know if that's mm-hmm. the case. I have to, I'm going to have to go back and play some of this to see how that works. But uh, they, they, there was fear of indestructible healers because if a healer stacked vitality... And they made it where an attack had to be like 2k or more to break this 15% threshold if they were at like full health. Mm-hmm. Then it might make them almost impossible to interrupt. But that can't necessarily be the case. Maybe well, while they're full health, it's harder to interrupt. But of course, if they don't, if the healer doesn't take care of themselves and fill themselves to full, you're going to be you're going to be constantly interrupted. Well, and they've shown a willingness to adjust and readjust these things, so I wouldn't worry too much. If, if it turns out that white mages are now immortal... Probably more like astrologians. But, yeah. Astrologians are now immortal. Yeah, so they'll, they'll change it. I I think Summoner got the nerf bat. Oh, right? he called it. He yep. called it. Oh, what is What is this? The, yeah. the Biomiasma and Bio 2 reduced from... Uh, what they had to about the duration, yeah, yeah, like six seconds a piece kind of came off, or, or well, even for Bio Two, it almost reduced it to half. And then uh, Summoner, the Tribind, Pan Flare, or, yeah, Pain Flare, and Death Flare all had reduced potency or duration. And a lot of that is, if if you know your rotation or, or know halfway what you're doing on a on a Summoner, you basically want to. Um, try disaster them or get all three dots and then quickly go into dread dreadworm trance meaning you you like pain flare um uh, like uh, energy drain and and fester them like as quick as possible and then you get into the dreadworm trance and then you blast them with the awkward thing and the thing is it's so much burst damage with such a huge hit right after that it just uh... you felt like you were getting overwhelmed so and then, like, even if you don't finish him off, you've got these super long durations of ticks that are hitting really hard. It just seemed so really hard to get away from a summoner. So I think that's to stop the burstiness of the front half of the damage. Um, uh, you see that they didn't reduce the the uh, the death. Uh, well, death flare did get a little reduction there. So I, I think it's the burstiness that was really ticking people off. But once again, you can have Garuda out. You can. Um, lengthen the duration of your dots. I still don't think that they're going to be just destroyed. Like summoners, they're still going to be pretty strong, I believe. Okay. So yeah, there was a bard machinist, a ranged uh, physical DPS. So a bard machinist, they've they've changed Guy's Barrel and Wanderer's Minuet so that uh, when the skill is active, damage will no longer be reduced when standing within 15 yalms of a target because that previously, 
it's harder to control in PvP. Is well, yeah, they're running point? at you, yeah. not away so, from you, you know? All right. So, yep, there's a few changes there for PvP. I need to get back in there and try them out. <laughs> I haven't yet. Uh, we do have an update for the letter for, for the producer letter from the producer live part 20 oh yelta yelta here it is i found it it is in these notes it says the following adjustment has been made to raise status for pvp encounters in anticipation of the automatic respawn function which will be implemented in patch 3.25 and so they Uh, reduced raise from 60 seconds to 10 seconds so that makes me think so there is like a raise the, the healers get like a second raise, like an instant it, there's raise. There's a PvP raise, a, yeah. Will they get rid of that and change that to some other kind of ability? Will it change ability? Because if they're going to give us automatic respawn, what's the point of raise? What's the point of well, what's the point of having a second raise for or sure? Or a second raise, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So interesting. Sorry to, to interrupt the train <laughs> going to the next station, but I had to I had to flag this one down because I think it's important. So. That that's going to be interesting. I, I wonder what they mean by that. All right, we do have uh, the the addresses now for the uh, live letter from the producer twenty eight. Hey, all right, yeah. And as a reminder, this is March twenty sixth at three a.m. PDT. USGP uh, will answer questions from the official forum. So go. Do we have a taco one to like? Look, guys. Uh, we need you guys to find and like any taco posts that you've got. We need to find out why the tacos. <laughs> Are not present Ta- in this game. Taco shortage. Hashtag taco shortage. Yeah, and and I'm surprised that I didn't get any emails or letters or comments about this, but I did figure out how to resize that little text box in the feast. All you got to do is right click it. Oh, really? Yeah, you uh, can resize it there. So okay. no question to the lead UI artist, Mr. Uh, Minagawa. I got it figured out, sir. <laughs> Thank you for your your good vibes. I'm sure he t- telepathically sent me that information and i appreciate it <laughs> thank you i know the box you mean but so yeah so that's the only ui question i had it's, where's, what's up with that um uh, we're also having miscellaneous announcements so Ooh. uh it is still there's still time to submit questions there's a designated thread on the official forum and then you can uh tweet at ff underscore xiv underscore en and send the tweets using the XIV live hashtag. So if you have questions, go go put them out there. I may have to check out and see if there's any any good questions. I don't usually pose my own questions. I go and they ask you to go like questions that if you have the same question or whatever. So I feel like there's like smarter people than me that can ask <laughs> questions. And I had forgotten about this, but Ruby reminded me. Susan Calloway had an AMA on Reddit. Oh, yeah, she sure yeah. did. This was, uh, I believe, last Friday. I think it was 3 p.m. Central Time or maybe 3 p.m. Eastern. Sometime in the afternoon where both Yelta and I were working. But I was able to check out some of this, especially when I got home. I was able to read through this. Now, much of these questions are like, Hey, Susan, if you could be a class, what would you be a healer, a tank or a DPS? Um, Some of the questions that were posed that were like that, that was actually a good question that was posed that uh, gave a description like, were you the healer that makes everybody feel good and supports the role? Or are you the tank that goes boldly into the foray and 
you know, takes care of stuff, whatever. And those kind of questions, Susan's like, oh, I feel like I'm a support role because my singing and all this stuff helps people, which are great. Um, but then some people were like, what's your favorite boss in the game? And Susan doesn't necessarily play 14. She may <laughs> do the music, but that doesn't mean she has a level 60 bard. Yeah, she She's a musician. She's doing other stuff. So, so there were some questions that were like that. There were some good questions about like, tell us about your career. And so she went to that. Tell us about what it's like working with uh, uh, Uematsu and Arnie Roth. Um, tell us about, like, your old band. There was somebody who was like, I saw you way back in 1993 with your band Red Sea in Detroit. Do you keep in touch? So there were some fans that, you know, knew about her other music because she has Susan music. She says that a few times in here. My Susan music. Um, <laughs> but that's her soul. That's her That's her mm-hmm. true music. What... what she didn't just do answers in Dragon Song, and that's why she's on the map. She actually has real music that's that's out there. Um, Chasing the Sun is uh, one of her uh, really good songs that um, has promoted a single off one of her albums there. So, um, yeah, she had some some really good comments. Oh, there was some sad stuff. One of her dogs died recently. Oh, yeah, I think it. I think the dog's name is Lucy, and she has Sam that's left, but she got a new puppy. So, you know, I think things are getting better, but, but she lost, uh, she lost dear Lucy, her, uh, one of her labs. So, um, that's heartbreaking for her. Uh, she, she says she was only five. She had a rare form of cancer. So our condolences to Susan, uh, for her loss. Um, but she is, uh, she's got a new puppy, I believe. And, uh, Sam seems to be doing great. So things are, uh, things are turning around at home for her. But I thought it was uh, really neat. It's really neat to see uh, an influential person in uh, the Final Fantasy XIV realm uh, do their own AMA. Very cool. I missed it. I have to go back and read it. (laughs) Uh, We have Developer's Blog, Dear Dev Diary Part 3. Uh, this one, I watched this one, it's about visual design and kind of they focused a lot on the flying mounts and the fact they had to design everything for, you know, not just a flat world, a whole like three-dimensional world. And uh, it was pretty neat. It was kind of cute. They're like, we wanted to make the fat chocobo fly and we had to think about what would make it fly. And they're like, cake. Cake. (laughs) I thought it was interesting getting to see them, uh, you know, at at their workstations, you know, animating these things and stuff. You should go check it out. Yeah. There's a little special note at the end by Yoshi P. Yes, I was going to say, I think this is the last one. I I thought we would have, you know, six videos at six minutes for six years. And didn't we have some (laughs) kind of theory? And they totally blew it. This one was six minutes, six minutes and 55 seconds, but it's still in the sixes. And we have three sixes. With the dev diary. So I think, Yelta, I think you were onto something last week. But but you can't draw a pentagram with three points. So I don't know know how we will go forward from here. I don't know how we're going to summon the dark one. (laughs) Come Zodiac. (laughs) Oh, did you see that? That somebody on Reddit had some (laughs) pictures of Zodiac or something? I don't want to spoil. No, somebody on, I know on one of the smaller servers, they were trying to summon um, Cthulhu. Oh, yeah, they were oh. all they were like handing out black robes. And oh my god! Trying to fill up the one of the circles in Limsa. A lot of uh, a lot of dark knights. What's that ability they've got? That's like all glowy and on the circle on the ground. It looked mm-hmm. very dark and yeah, very dark side or something. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and then I think somebody made a character, a new character on the server, and zoned in over there with, I don't remember what what it was but and then uh, and then the uh, reddit post had a lot of puns in it too 
very that cool. Was, yeah, yeah. You, still, you can still do your stuff. own events. It's still a thing. I saw <laughs> shouts for a fashion show in uh, in Idleshire oh, yeah. the other day. Yeah, they, people seem to do fashion shows like, uh, there's probably one going on once a month somewhere. You know, I, I keep thinking I should go and join one, but then I get shy. Go and compete. Uh, there was another uh, developer's blog, a cushy lifestyle, and I, oh my god, is this, this fat cat plushie? Are these those plushies? It's the fat cat plushie and the gabu pl- plushie. The fat cat plushie is awesome, and I want it. Yes, it is. Oh my gosh, Senna didn't like the gubu. I don't like that one as much because he's more of a flat pillow. I think is why I didn't like him as much. Yeah, I think that was the same sentiment. Um, yeah. But I think he's cute. He's definitely cute. He's definitely cute. But that but that fat cat. And then he's trying to eat the hatchling, the, the wayward hatchling at the bottom. That That's scary. And But I don't have a spare 30 bucks right now, so 40 bucks right now. <laughs> what this fat cat's eating the, the baby chocobo. I know. <gasps> it's wrong. It's just separate them now. Quick. Oh, my gosh. You you have read the 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 flavor text on the fat cat, haven't you? Or no, that was the heavy hatchling. The heavy hatchling. There's some disturbing flavor text oh, on there. Oh gosh, there there's some disturbing flavor text on a lot of these minions. <laughs> I need to go back and read them all. And there was a third developer's blog around Japan in five days, part two. This is the continuation of uh, Soken's whirlwind tour of Japan. And they ended up, where did they end up? At the Tower Records? He's still making that face. I, I, I know. He's, he, he was trying to liberate that fat chocobo, though. See that? Oh, I see that. Yeah. <laughs> Get him kinda, out. I kind of, they were talking about how this one display has all these handwritten no i can't read japanese obviously well, I mean, obviously i can't read japanese but one of them apparently says something on on there even if the servers are down you can always listen to the soundtrack <laughs> it's true i can't play 14 in the car but i can listen to the soundtrack mm-hmm. so he went there and then he went to uh oh oh this is a it was really cool see that we don't do giant and at least i haven't seen it like in america we don't have giant posters for soundtracks for video games so kind of this 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 poster is as tall as he is almost but and then and they have like a shrine right awesome oh my god is at the bottom yeah at the bottom i'm like i would i want one of those piazzas i would keep it forever oh oh and then did you notice the little wherever he goes and gets chicken oh god that chicken thing that's the chicken thing there's one hidden Mm -hmm. oh there's oh they're putting little chickens on it yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I need to find one of those and get one of those chickens signed by him that when I see awesome. him at FanFest. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. So he apparently has the summoner horn too. Oh yeah. That it's looking it's seen better days. Oh, so. it might be time to retire it. That's so sad. I'll have yeah. to change jobs. Change jobs. Well, isn't there a new tombstone that that thing's got it that thing's like a really low eye level at this oh point. yes he can get the, he right. can get a new he eye level upgrade yeah upgrade um i think the most interesting post i saw is a developer's tracker and we talked a bit about this ourselves uh but sexos put put uh, a note from yoshi p in response to the mentor system and they're doing what i suggested <laughs> um 
Well, first of all, uh, they're going to make some adjustments. Uh, they've been listening. They've been watching. They've been, you know, monitoring. And one of the first things they've noticed is new adventure. 40 hours in this game is not that much, right? 40 hours doesn't really get you that far, especially if you're a brand new person. You know, for me, 40 hours with a second character would be like no big deal probably. Right. But uh, they're changing it so that the new beginner status can remain until players complete the main scenario quest before the dawn and when their playtime exceeds 168 hours. It's pretty so, good. I mean, you could yeah. stand idle for a day or something, go get a burger, go out, leave the game on a few days, and you could hit that 40 hours after a week or two of just standing idle doing dumb stuff between breaks. Be like, no more, no longer eligible. Yeah, it's kind of stinks. This is This is a good change. I think that's right. So uh, they're 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 going to make this adjustment. I think as soon as possible. They're not going to wait for patch three point three. Uh, they're also going to allow uh, people who have who are no longer new adventurers but still are under that one hundred and sixty eight hours be able to uh, toggle that new adventurer back on. Oh, cool! So they probably don't listen to this podcast, but they should. <laughs> if you're new, you should listen. If you're new. Um, they, and they discussed about the requirements to become a mentor and the mentor population. And uh, uh, the biggest thing I pulled out of here is they had no idea how many people were going to be mentors. They, they did not, they did not, uh, what do they say? The number of players who became a mentor is higher than the development and operations team had anticipated. Really? Really? Come on, we all knew everybody and their mom was oh. going to be a mentor. I made it just on the gathering stuff alone, not not just the battle stuff. I still don't have my paladin to 60. And I'm, so you've got to take that whole array of people, and especially on servers like ours, like the, mm. the um, what's what's our status called? Well, we're special people. What's our? We're legacy. Legacy, legacy, legacy. Especially the legacy people. I didn't even just want to say, I just want to call us special. Uh, special. The, the legacy people will already have probably hit this a long time ago. Yep, yep, for sure. Well, I hit all of them. I was, because remember, we weren't sure if mentor status was going to be a, a battle mentor or magic mentor right. or crafting mentor or get. We didn't know if there was going to be, you know, uh, uh, Dylan. So I, I got the, you know, my crafting, my gathering, you know, all that stuff I had. I, I think I have like all of the possible points, you know, all the uh, requirements, all of them. But I play too much. <laughs> mm. Well, maybe people can guess your play time. Maybe, maybe we'll see. Um, they are they are adjusting the following points. So there there is an issue. There's continues to be an issue where active mentors are unable to join the novice network because it's always full. So the first thing they did, and they've they've already implemented this, is uh, mentors that are inactive for a certain period of time will be removed from the chat channel. Um, I I don't think it, it tells you yet. So I think you have to like zone and then find out you can't get in now. But uh, they're planning on implementing a feature where mentors can manually join or leave the novice network in a future update. And I'm like, thank you. Yes, good idea. Thank you, because this is exactly. Delta, this what was I a do. good idea. <laughs> you had a good idea here. Yeah, this, this, I get one. Um, that's like my first piece of feedback I put on the forum. Like the next day, I'm like. First of all, when I have time, I feel like I'm being patient and ready to deal with people. And, you know, that's not every day for me. Um, when I when I feel like mentoring, I can't get in there anyway. And then last night I got in there and it was fine at first. But then um, 
like joining this Ravana farm or whatever. You know what? I am not going to be farming Ravana and trying to read the Novice Network chat. If I could toggle it off, I could then free up that slot for someone else who can. So, so that's awesome. Uh, I'm so glad they're doing that. They're configuring the Novice Network auto join. So there's a lot of words here. And I think part of it came down to you're going to have a text command that will toggle the auto join to the chat channel in patch 2.35. So you won't auto join at all. It will be default to off, but apparently you can, you know, set it. So you will auto join. Oh, that's nice. Or set a macro, I guess, if there's a text command, something. Hmm. Yeah. They also want to expand the mentor system. Uh, There's a lot of feedback uh, where people would like to know, what field the mentor specializes in, right? That goes back to that whole, you know, I'm, you know, a a great, great crafter, but I can't indicate that we all just have that gold crown or whatever. So they're going to look into changing mentor icons so that you can kind of pick what icon. Oh, that would be badass. Well, let's be serious. Uh, If we're going to talk about crowns, there is a crafter's crown that has like the little materia around it. There's a mm-hmm. crown for those who've done, you know, battle content, whatever. Butcher's crown. Exactly, the butcher's yeah. crown. So there are already existing crowns in game glamour items that you can wear based on an achievement for Disciples of the Land or Hand or Battle or War or whatever. And I think they should make similar icons. Why not? It makes sense. They're also talking about doing a PvP mentor, which would be awesome because I don't PvP often, but when I have questions, I just really got to hope Zante's on or something. Yeah, usually <laughs> PvP lessons are, what the fuck are you doing? Get out of this group. What are you doing? That's uh-huh. your PvP that lesson. Was, that was my PvP lesson on uh, last week, was you really shouldn't be in 4v4 if you're learning. So they weren't super nasty, but it could have been nicer. Um, there's also, they're not going to really lock it down yet, but it sounds like there's, they have seen feedback about conversations in the novice network, like, uh, you know, spoilers. One of the things people have been reporting is, you know, mentors typing spoilers in the novice network. That's not cool, man. That's not cool. Not cool. Um, you know, and discussions relating to high level or end game content and whatnot. Yeah, it's the the novice network isn't a place for elitists to chat about their achievements. Build a link shell or shout in Idleshire if you want to do that. It's not really the place for spoiling novices or talking about, you know, how big your EP is. However, I do think it's okay to talk in there. One of the first days I got into the Novice Network, a green leaf, a little sprout, asked a question about, I don't remember, melding or something. A simple question, and uh, a couple people responded. The conversation, you know, there was questions, there was back and forth. This It did never, ever turn super technical. Someone, another mentor came in there and was like, link them a guide and move on. Like, we're supposed to just, like, link everybody a guide and stop talking. Then they got into this huge argument about, well, if you guys are talking, another sprout won't feel like they can talk. No, if a sprout asks a question and it's answered in a kind manner, then somebody else will say, hey, maybe I can ask my question. Yeah, I was, uh, yeah, that's my own personal little, but anyway, uh, I think they're, 
they're gonna they're gonna monitor the situation they say but they're not thinking about implying any strict guidelines or rules so but but they i think they a couple times were like but but don't spoil things guys um, the last one was invitation to the novice network. Apparently, when you invite a sprout, a mentor can invite a sprout to the uh, network, and uh, the sprout's just in. There's no, do you want to join? There's no anything like that. So some people are kind of uh, confused by that. Um, you know, they they talk about auto joining for uh, beginners and whatnot. And oh, and then, oh, that was the other thing they were talking about is uh, when a new sprout shows up, maybe you could just throw them in, right? And they're like, no, because RMT RMTs are, are all new sprouts, right? and they said it right there. They're like, there's no safeguard against RMT. So I, you so know, you do kind of have to take a manual approach, but I think what they mm-hmm. want to do is make it easier to add beginners in there, like a a one click search, so it'll bring up all the people, and then you can like, you know, I'll choose Johnny Rotten, but I won't choose Grossdegger. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? XXXGGXXJGX. Yeah. One of the things they talked about was I think I don't know if it was in here, but it would be nice to know. If it would say Rubicon Vale invited XYZ, XYZ, right? If all of a sudden you started inviting all these faceboard role names, uh-huh. uh, maybe we could report and kick you out. Maybe so. Yeah. Or maybe it links back to who invited this person. Mm-hmm. Something. So I think some, some it could use a few more. I was in uh, one the other day messages. and they saw those XX whatever's the bots. And somebody said something about, like, I'm afraid to kick them because someone kicked me the last time I kicked the bots. And the other people were like, screw that. I'm kicking the bots. So they kicked the bots and everybody cheered. But the (laughs) first guy was like, yeah, I did that the other day. And somebody kicked me for kicking them. It's like, Mm -hmm. why? Who would kick you for kicking XXXGGXXX? It's probably the guy who invited invited them. Right, I I have heard tales of RMT bots being the mentors. Mm-mm-mm. So you know, somebody leveled up character. I mean, you, they got to level them up and get them into Ashgard. I just so saw could, six you know. black mages in Gridania while I was chasing uh, eggs. <laughs> that does happen. All right. Well, there's uh, there's more to this post, but I think we covered the uh, high points. I think it's I, I am excited that they monitor the systems and they're they're well hey it's not content that they built it didn't work and they threw it away they're actually working <laughs> on it but this is Adjust a, it. this is something they do need to to make work i think the novice network is something outside of like guild Hess. this is an actual active way for players to help each other and it brings unity to the community i think these are all good helpful things to to do i still have you know, like maybe some issues with what's that other thing? The 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 Hall of the Novice, where that that could have been a better that we both have opinions on that. But I think the Novice Network is something completely different than that, um, and this is something that can help bring people together and play nice. For sure. All right, it's happy hour. Listener questions and fan mail. Yeah. Oh my god, it feels so popular. Wow, we actually, we got a lot. I mean, we do. We get mail every week. We'll we'll have some stuff trickle in, and we get some good comments and stuff. And this week, we've got a lot of good mail, and I'm I'm loving it. The first one we have is a comment. Oh my god, I I didn't cut, copy paste your name. Um. Uh, it was a comment on episode 46, the emo white mage. I'll look while you read it. You, you, okay, you look while I read it because 
Yeah, Yelta, I hear your pain on unlocking those folklore with 99 blue scripts. I only have one unlocked and sitting at 40-something scripts for number two. I find myself a lot of nights literally just sitting around to collect my ore. <laughs> Rubicon, I too have recently remembered the beauty of those trades craft leave turn-ins. I think I leveled three crafters to 50 in the last month using those guys. It works great. My wife and I have purposely leveled different crafters so we don't overlap. But uh, now we both want to have all those 50 skills, so we're taking turns crafting HQ turn-ins for each other's leave turn-ins. It seems to take about 50 or 60 leaves to go from 15 to 50. Thanks for the great podcast, guys. Flinter Fry. Thank you. Yes, I see Finter all the time. Um, Finter Fire is a cool guy. I see him all the time. I wave at him. Thanks for writing in. Uh, we love your comment. That's great. Let me, let me, cause I was looking up his name while you were reading this. Let me skim over a quick Rubicon. Remember the beauty of those tradecraft leaves. Da, 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 50. Oh yeah. Those leaves are so great for leveling up, especially when you know what to do. Like if you've done it a few times, you know exactly what zone to go to and you know exactly what to look for and how many times you kind of do a few, like I'll do like I'll make four of the item, maybe one HQ comes out, and I'll do a few others, and I'll wait to see if it gets me over the hump, and then I'll make a few more, and hopefully I'll HQ those more. And you just get a pattern where you make yourself a drink, you put on Netflix on the other screen or something else, and you just you churn it out for four or five hours, and then you're 50 or 60. <laughs> it is super – well, and what, what was it? Like blacksmith is like really easy to finish up. Yeah. Right. You just like go mining for twenty minutes. Well, okay, not twenty minutes, but it it can you can do it pretty fast. But you also you have to be careful not to grab the ones that are super expensive to craft. Don't Yes, you check your mats. Be careful. Be careful of that. There are when you get to the fifty to sixty range, you can start looking collectibles and some other ways to level up. Don't forget. Uh, you can go to your grand company. That's a lot of good experience from there. And don't forget your beastmen that, that you can get experience there. I think an important takeaway and a reason to Omnicraft or at least get things to 50 to 60 is because of the melding. If you do do battle classes, yeah, the, and you you experienced this the other day, didn't you, Yelta? Or like Cinna did. She had you meld something for her, and mm -hmm. it's super easy to get people to meld for you now. Oh, yeah. You can do a party finder or a shout in Idleshire or somewhere and get somebody to meld for you. Yeah, it's pretty quick. I'd throw a tip at somebody if, you know, they did something to me, but it didn't have to be a big tip. It's real easy to do. But uh, that being said... I like being an Omnicrafter because I like to – I want to meld my own stuff. I want to be able to take things out and meld it and change and do whatever I want to do, and I want to be self-sufficient. So that's – to me, that's an importance of Omnicrafting. Well, that's part of why I leveled up mine to begin with back in you know 2.0 was – I wanted to repair my own stuff. Yeah. Right. Well, even in 1.0, you could repair your own stuff, but it was a pain in the ass. So <laughs> I love now, though, that you don't have to change your class uh, to meld to meld. Oh, and you can get experience on whatever class you're <laughs> yeah. melding in. Did you not experience that? I did. I did. Well, you know how uh, the challenge log tells you when you're like one away from finishing it? Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, well, let me see. Will this work? And I got on my palette and they're like, yep. Got the experience on my paladin, so I don't think they consider that a bug, though. I think they're like, here, have some free XP, right? Yeah, I, I mean, come on, really? What What are you getting? Like you, twenty five k, or maybe it, well, even not, if you got a hundred k. I mean, what's the 
I, Big I, deal. I, it was You'll like, get that once I don't a know, week. a fate or two or something. Yeah. Well, yeah. And that's it too. Is this, this is not repeatable, right? This is not repeatable 10 times a week. All right. We also have a comment from episode 47. Nabari says, uh, did I say that right? I think so. Nabari. Nabari here. Thanks for the shout out on the podcast. It was a lot of fun to run into everyone. From the Twitter banter, it sounds like your group is having some fun with Separate EX. It's nice to see challenging yet doable content again in the game. We'll see how Midas Savage goes for the middle end skill level groups like my group and your group. That'll be a better barometer of the XIV devs team can get right get the right balance of challenge or not. Thank you for the comment. And yes, um, I have heard a lot less... I don't know. Salt? People, I don't know. L- yes. It has been less. <laughs> it has been lighter on the sodium. Um, <laughs> so, well, it sounds like these are, well, uh, even even normal Midas was just kind of more fun. Oh, yeah. The Separat itself is a fun, interesting fight. EX, uh, people are learning it and clearing it. Now, I don't know if the hardcore raiders are crying that it's too easy. I haven't heard that yet, but maybe, but I don't know. Some of the stuff was just above, just like it just barely above. I, I could clear it like when they first added echo or when we just got like a couple of pieces of gear over, you know, so now we're basically over geared. So I, you know, I don't well, mind board, that. Go back and things. clear the old savage, yeah. for, savage one through four from patch 3.1 uh, or 3.0. I, I, I think there's so much to do now. There's so there's a lot of stuff to do, and the difficulty doesn't just go from uh to whoa. Uh, it, it, there's a good middle ground. I think Sephiroth is that middle ground. I think you can backtrack from Sephiroth to Thornton. I still don't know which one's harder at this point. I feel like Sephiroth is way more mechanical, and I know there's a lot of mechanics in, in uh, Thornton, but I feel like you kind of have to beat some DPS mechanics and stuff and like force your way through a couple of those phases. So maybe with the eye level increased, it, it's become a lot easier. I kind of want to go back to it after Sephiroth. Oh, I totally want to go back to Thornton. Uh, well, yeah, totally. I say kind of, but by kind of, <laughs> I mean, yes, we will go back. But the kind of is also, I would like to try to get some stuff out of A5S. And if my confidence gets high enough from Sephiroth, I'll want to walk into A5S and see how that Homofoss is doing and uh see see where we get so anyway i I agree with you here uh now bari that there is some good middle ground for groups like ours and yours to work on not feel overwhelmed by yes there's going to be bad nights i hope there's some frustrating moments because without frustration you don't have yeah no No nerd scream Right, right. Well, yeah, you don't want to be like, oh, that's it? Like when I was running Coil the other night. Oh, that was the whole thing. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I don't like that. You don't like that, Yelta. We we, we bitch not. a little bit about that echo <laughs> and stuff because we know with every percentage of the echo, that's less percentage of the nerd scream at the end because they're like, well, they gave us a little bit of that. You know, I still feel good when I beat content even with a 10% echo or whatever, but it sure would have been nicer to beat it without. Yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, thank you. Thank you so much for that comment. We have an email from Beldandy on Lamia, and it reads, Greetings, I am one of the many quiet lurkers who listens to your podcast. I remember in one of the podcasts, Rubicon asks what melds he should put on his white mage gear. 
Well, as one white mage to another, I plan to have two sets of gear. One is for solo healing and one for DPS. My solo set is the Midas and Tome gear, and my DPS is going to be the crafted gear. I meld piety and spell speed on my solo heal set. Currently, I am running content with the solo heal set. The extra MP allows for faster MP regeneration, and the extra spell speed can give you an extra global cooldown to cast spells. As for my DPS set, it's pretty straightforward, accuracy and critical hit. Keep up the good work. Keep up the great work. Sorry. Keep up the great work with the podcast and hope to hear both of you talk about clearing separate EX and Midas Savage. Also, wouldn't it be interesting if you can change your job in PvP? For example, if you queued as a ranged DPS, you can change to another ranged DPS back at base. Oh, that's interesting. That's an interesting thought. I wonder if he means just changing out of the role. Uh, or staying within the role, but changing within uh, the classes within that role the role set. Maybe you would have to because, like in the four v four matches, you're playing a role. You can't just log in as four ninjas mm-hmm. or something. You have yeah. to you have to play the role. So maybe as long as you stayed within the role, you could change what uh, what class you play. So that would be interesting. I'd like to see that. I'm really wanting to see them put that thing from the uh from 3.2 with the tether and uh um, oh yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, kind of spoilers but, but kind of spoilers but now yeah, we're four weeks yeah, after we're four weeks out. yeah that fight that's that's the one fight i really wish i could do again in storyline oh my god yeah. that was one of the best ones that's the, one of the best fights i've seen in a thing like if if the um the the dragon walking bullshit that everybody seems to still get out of when they get it. What was that thing <laughs> called? Steps of faith. Oh, steps of faith. People can't handle People it. People still can't handle the fucking yeah. steps of faith. Come on, y'all can DPS it before it halfway gets down the the thing now, but. Um, uh, it, it, stuff like that throws people off because they have to like really work hard and communicate or do stuff. But it, but it, that tether thing was so cool and it adds such another element with the point values and stuff. I won't go way into that, but that I'm looking forward to some good changes coming up. I think that would be something they maybe they could play around with with changing the role. I do want to talk about this this uh the stuff about the materia. I I, I skipped it at the beginning. I saved it for this part. So I did. I changed my materia up, and what I did was um, I did what this guy is talking about with his uh, with his solo heal set. Not because Beldandy suggested it, but I did see this email, and I did go back and look. And I think a lot of it was uh, Sephiroth just just pounding me in the back and uh, not not uh, not giving me any lube. And I was like, my MP is really low, and uh, I don't know what to do. <laughs> and I realized I need to play to some strengths, so I went back on some of my materia, and um, I played up to my strengths. If the if the gear had four four uh, combinations of number one, I don't I don't get crit. Like on my on my heal, the stuff that I'm healing end game content, I don't go for crit. That's not my thing. What I go for is the the gear that doesn't have crit. And I think of all the pieces I saw and wanted to work with, only. Only one or two had crit some of the accessories or something. So I'm playing around that and I'm I'm putting my materia on pumping up those those skills. For example, if it's if there's four abilities and piety is not capped, I'm putting the extra materia to cap or get as close to cap as possible with fives and fours. And I actually did use some fives going through, but not all the pieces require the fives. So I threw some uh, some materia in there. I upgraded. I used my my four uh, machiki uh, dark matter looking thingies, and um, 
I grabbed um, um, some debt. I know people don't talk much about debt, but whatever. I used I, I threw some debt and some um, some spells and some piety. I used some of my uh, brass spoils and I grabbed a couple of piety ones and fives and I stuck it in there because I know. I did the math. I know I'm going to have this gear, the ones I'm putting these fives into, until I clear A6S. And that's not going to be tomorrow, folks. That's probably <laughs> not going to be next month. Uh, I was listening to um, uh, I was listening to another podcast, and somebody was talking about uh, their A6S progress. And this is somebody that uh, would do a lot of endgame stuff, has an endgame set that they've been running with for a very long time. And I'm like, we're, I'm not really close to doing that yet. So I'm going to, I'm going to use my fives where necessary. I'm still on board with spell speed because I'm, I'm definitely doing spell speed. And this is, um, this is going to get me in the, in the very high seven hundreds of spell speed while still keeping me a very nice, I think in the nine hundreds, I may even have maybe too much. I don't know if you can have too much piety on a white mage just because <laughs> you can really go to heels town. Heels for days, heels for days. Heels for days. Hey, I'd rather have heels than all those moments that I'm out of MP because the other healer died four times in a row. That would never happen. That never happens no, with AFK when they, healers. When they walked their green thing on me and oh, killed us both. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> so look forward to Thursday. But no, we're, we're going to have a good time and I'm going to have more MP when we go into it. And um, I'm on track with my gear and stuff. I got the pants. I got the body. I'm going to have that. Um, I'm going to have Periwinkle Shine pants and, and top. For a while, those are upgraded with A7 Savage. So oh, maybe I should just maybe I should just go ahead and. But I them. I seriously suggest those because I wish I had done it right when it came up. Uh, Ariala's stuff is just amazing. Ariala's Final Fantasy fourteen toolkit can't say it enough. Uh, they uh, they really have what it takes to to let you see how much material you need to put you can mix and match it you can do whatever and then see your totals at the bottom uh, i need to see if there's a way i can see what my total mp will be for that point but um man it's i i, I really like it so a shout out right there f ffxiv.ariala.com that's a-r-i-y-a-l-a but i'm pretty sure most people listen to our podcast probably are using that i probably know about that we we may have mentioned it once once or twice and i and that link may show up on the on the website here soon if it's not already so that's that's that thank you for your email uh bell dandy got my mind going and and that paladin had nothing to do with this I just want to say one more time that that, <laughs> that fucking paladin. But I think he'd be happy with my gear choices. I think, you know, now when I went over that in my mind for the umpteenth time, because I never let anything go, um, is, <laughs> am I neurotic or what, is that the ring will be will be upgraded in A5S. And, and maybe maybe Mr. Paladin was already beaten A5S when he was giving me the uh, the, the talk. And, uh, and, and have upgraded his stuff already, but I think we can, I think we can beat a five. I, I think if we get Sephiroth down, I feel confident that we could take on a five S. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I kind of itching to do that. So I may have to stop being scrubby and actually put fives in my Christ knows I can buy them. I have 255 of those. It's not difficult. Oils or whatever. Yeah, it's really not too bad. And a lot of people are selling those fives. I know they're making a boatload. We had a friend who was like, "Forget fives. I'm gonna just put fours in it, and I'm gonna sell my my fives and make a boatload of money." And you probably are right now because people 
are melding their gear. They're breaking fives in the attempt. Can you imagine breaking some fives? Ooh, oh my god, that makes no. me sick to my stomach no. for for I'm not at least that this hardcore. patch cycle. <laughs> Can't do it. Can't do it. We'll see. Maybe next patch cycle when they they nerf some ways to get fives or something. But uh, yeah, I'm not quite ready to uh, try to to penta meld uh, fives on on a piece of gear or something. That that's a that's a scary thought. Kind of give me the shivers. Whew. Yes, yes. But we do have one more email. Yeah, we have one more email. This one's from Thea Voltaire. Hi, GT FFXIV crew. Long time listener here. First time emailer here. Uh, Thea Voltaire, filthy casual, she put it, not me. Filthy casual from the Tonberry server, Mirai Free Company. I followed you over from some other podcast whose name I can't remember. (laughs) Um, GTFXIV is my favorite Final Fantasy XIV podcast, so please keep up the good work. I particularly like listening to your reactions, discussions, and well-balanced opinions for new content in the game. I have a question. We already have had characters from other Final Fantasies appear in 14, uh, like Lightning, Shantoto, and I don't know how you Aroha. say your name. Uh-huh. From 11, Aroha. Yes, yeah. from 11. If you could choose the next character from another Final Fantasy to appear in 14 in a one-off event, who would it be? Hmm. Mm. Uh, she has her choices. Sally's uh, in luck. Mm-hmm. Six. So that they, 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 I could see them doing that too. That could fit maybe. Although I don't imagine how they'd work it into the lore, she says. I guess Tara would be more likely to time tra- to travel to distant worlds than those two. And a uh, quick shout out to the free company, Mariah, including Acer, Barrington, Sorth, Dragonfang, who are really both awesome people. Nice. Super, super thank you for well, the email. We have to think though now, man. Now I'm thinking, but um, I had a thought the other day. I was talking to Cinna. And it's less about a character that would appear, but more about I was listening to Final Fantasy music, and we've been doing Sephiroth, and of course it plays the Atma battle theme from Final Fantasy VI with a little touch of the normal Final Fantasy VI battle music. So that's cool. And I was thinking of what music would come for the next two sets, because gang, if you didn't realize, the warring triad or three primals, so we're going to no, see... Is that what triad means? It actually means that, Yelta. If you if you <laughs> draw a line between those statues, you see that the Illuminati is behind all of this. Um, I digress. Before, <laughs> you almost made me spit water Before Alex Jones calls in. <laughs> oh. Um, So, with the warring triad, we've got two more parts to go, and I was thinking, well, what's the music going to be like? And, of course, I listened to Dancing Mad, and I was like, well, maybe they'll use, like, the first couple of parts from Dancing Mad, because Dancing Mad has, like, four different parts to it. And Dancing Mad, maybe the first couple of parts or something will be the next tier of the warring triad because if you when you fight the warring triad in six you're going up to kafka you're going to fight the last boss here and that's where dancing mad plays spoiler alert for final fantasy six and when we get to the top i'm hoping we get a touch of kafka just a touch i I don't want kafka in all his glory standing up there i just i want a touch of kafka i want a laugh that <laughs> I want <laughs> kind of a kind of a hint of Kafka. I want I want I want just a hint of Kafka when we when we get to the top <laughs> of the tower. I love Kafka. Kafka is mm-hmm. the best I love boss him. to me because he's so psychotic, much. but he knows what the fuck he's doing. When you poison an entire castle, an entire city, 
you know, you know, you see watching people writhe in you're pain, evil and the, you know, oh, you're you evil. know, it, and then you stomp your boots into the heads of people. Ugh, what an evil guy. I love him. <laughs> and he's so fashionable. Yes, he's fashionable. I don't even know who I would pick. I just, well, I, I mean, lightning. I have a short list. You'd no, bring lightning fuck back. you so hard. No, um, I. I I have like a list of people I wouldn't want. Okay. But it would have to but it would have like have to make sense to me, right? It would have to be something like, you know, someone who theoretically could pass between worlds. It has to make a lore yes. appropriate reason you, for me. You get different things in this game. You get the the people who have passed through dimensions who are like super magic people or passing through time or something like that. Um, and then you also have like the characters' names with a bit of the persona and lore, but they're not really that like Kryle um, mm-hmm. or like the people from the Crystal Tower series. Um, I'm trying to think of those um, uh, Zondi and uh, the other two uh, from from fi- the end of Final Fantasy three. Noah, uh, although they're revamped into either organizations or uh, different characters, but they have similar names and similar themes. So, which variant do you go with that? Do we do we throw in a character named Celis and Locke that are in love, and one's a treasure hunter, but they're not really the same ones? Or do you actually have like a boss relief of Celis and Locke, and it's some lore at the bottom of some dungeon somewhere, where the, some great adventurer and great great lover, uh, you know, found their way in the in the second astral era or something? Which way do you take it? I don't know. I like both. I just I don't want them to. I don't want them like Cloud and Squall and mm-hmm. and and Vivi to all walk out. Although we kind of saw uh, we, a little. We've we've had hints of Vivi. A little now, hint I of think, Vivi you know? with, the, with the minion. Thing yeah. There. Well, and, and I and I don't you know it's like Matoya. She's not literally supposed to be the same Matoya from the from Final Fantasy One, right? Right. She's not literally that person, but her. Her character, her role—you know—but lightning I, literally is literally lightning. is lightning. Yeah, I—I I don't know which way I prefer. I think I mostly—it either has to be something like Shantoto who really could find a way to get to our world, but I, I think I might actually prefer the the just kind of—it's not the Matoya. But, but it's like it's the spirit Matoya. of Matoya. It's kind of like yeah. Link, you know, like yes. it's reincarnation yes, exactly. or something, but it still contains the spirit. Matoya makes me tear up because I hear the music. I see mm-hmm. the same color gear, the, the same hat, the brooms, yeah. the, the pink gear kind of thing. And it's like I do – I feel Final Fantasy 1. I, I want to feel more Final Fantasy 1. If you want to be honest from a Final Fantasy, I'd like to see a lot more of. Final Fantasy One. I, I would really like to go into the Temple of Chaos at some point. Oh. I would really like to see the Temple of Chaos. I would really like the actual Temple of Chaos. I'd like to see the orbs break the orbs and fight the four fiends. I think that would be amazing. Oh, four fiends would be awesome. Just, oh. I got oh. chills. Oh, I just got chills thinking about <laughs> that. Well, that is an old fucking game. And honestly, people who haven't played it are prop. You, Please play lot, it. It only well, going to take of, well, a few people, hours. To it doesn't play take it. very long, um, but you know, if there's a lot of like newer players who aren't going to go back and play an old game, and I'm air quotes, old game like that. It's pretty. So, you can play I the DS know. version. They're nice. You can load up a Red Mage. You can play Red Mages in it, unlike 14. Mm-hmm. Whatever. But I mean, uh, I actually like like Garland. 
I do old, too. Original. I like the sprite. I like mm-hmm. his sprite of him like kneeling down or whatever in his armor, I, and the horns coming up. And I, I like the idea of the looping time. Spoiler alert for Final Fantasy One: <laughs> the, the looping time travel and kidnapping the princess and and fetching leaves to wake up sleeping elves and dynamite oh, for dwarves. Dwarves. Put a fetch no, quest where I have to put no, dynamite to or bring Matoya a crystal. Again. Please, you know, well, we've brought Matoya a crystal, but, uh, <laughs> uh, but but some more like that. I, I would I would love to see more Final Fantasy one stuff in this game. Well, there's a reason my first server I joined was the Cornelia server. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, I I don't. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm with you. I think I would prefer uh, that something from Final Fantasy one would be great. And it'd be fun to like, you know, maybe someone we fight or someone we befriend. Either way, these have mostly been like the ones she lists in the email are more like people that had like uh, fate bosses or something, right? right? Yeah. There's an event. Oh yeah. Well, we had the well, we had the Dragon Quest one too. That was kind of fun. Sure, and those are cute. I I, I consider those crossover events, mm-hmm. and I and I hope that there are. If there was another crossover event, though, mind you, you've so, got to have. Well, you've got to have a game or something coming out. So unless they're making Final Fantasy 15, which the, well, they are making Final Fantasy 15, until that <laughs> launches, you probably are not going to see prompto and whoever else is in the new one well well, speaking of crossovers remember pso2 just got the odin battle oh that's right see that yes yes they're getting a lot of stuff uh, there's uh, some crossover there i don't know if we're gonna see any pso2 over here but we're we've sent i think don't they have some relic items or something as well yeah i'm not sure i know that i know that i'm I'm looking at it right now we reported on some of it a couple (laughs) weeks back yeah yeah yeah, they've got they're, they're getting the Odin battle. It looks like, and Very I cool. thought that was pretty cool. Be kind of neat if we got something from there too. I I don't know Fantasy Star, so I don't know anything about well, it. Well, but Odin battles and fates kind of work in that because you're teaming up to fight these oh. the kind of large scale monsters together, but independently. Um, so yeah, that that I can see that work out, and I like crossover events, but that's all I see them as is kind of flat, one sided. Mm-hmm. When I see Matoya, and I see and even Krile and stuff, like I when I heard Final Fantasy, you know, the Isle of uh, of Val or whatever, and yeah. and all that stuff, you you're like, oh, I know that, that's from five, you know, that's oh oh, yep. I'm, I'm I'm waiting to see what comes out of that. Oh, Zodiac, that's from twelve. Wait, now hold on, wait, Elidibus, that's. That's from Tactics, and then, oh, uh, uh, the the big slimy monster, that's from Tactics. You, you start trying to draw things, like who's the 13th mm-hmm. summon, who's who's going to summon Zodiac <laughs> and all that. And and that is where I get intrigued. That's like, oh, my God, ultimate light and dark. Wait, maybe Chaos versus Matoya or something. We get to see some really – that's when I'm like, oh, my God, let's do it. It draws all the Final Fantasy worlds together for me. Well, and we knew this was going to be the Final Fantasy game that was the fan service of I mean, Final Fantasy games. They so wanted to pretty good. even talked about dropping the number at one point where it was like, we want this to be Final Fantasy. Yep, Final Fantasy Online. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. I hope we answered the question. And maybe I think more so. so. <laughs> um, just a note before we go the Gather Together Playtime Contest. It's uh, You've got a little while yet to to try this out i see a lot of you did that's awesome we could use we could use a few more guesses no one's no one's gotten it exactly yet guys um the rules are guess the combined playtime of ruby and yelta taken on february 28th 2016 the two closest times win a prize 
The prize is any one item from the MOG station value, valued at $15 USD or less. It's Price is Right rules, which means you can't go over in your guess or you lose. You must give us the uh, guess in the format that the game gives you when you do slash playtime. So it's XX days, XX hours, XX minutes. So go to the website to post. There's a contest thread out there. You can post your guess in the comment section. Please post your in-game name, server, and a method of contact. If You can email us privately if you don't want to give that publicly, but you have to have somewhere we can link your guests to your email. Uh, the contest ends midnight April 1st. And no, that's not a uh, April Fool's joke. Nope. Nope. Uh, yeah, we've gotten some comments. We've gotten quite a few at this point, So, but there, there's still time. Uh, we're going to keep it going on Twitter maybe every day, every other day, letting people know, reminding you guys that the contest is still on. There's still time to join. So please come to the website, www.gtffxiv.com, and leave us your comment of our combined playtime. Yelta, we've played a long time. I keep telling yeah. the folks we've played a yeah. really long time. Your legacy and I'm legacy. Play, I, I have no light. No. You've got a <laughs> lot of 60s, Yelta. I do have. I haven't added it up lately. I have like 14 60s. You've got a lot of 60s. Yeah. Oh, on that note, I think I have to go play. So it's closing time. (laughs) (laughs) You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. You can find links to all of our episodes and blog posts on the website, gtffxiv.com. While you're there, leave us a comment. You can find us on Twitter at gtffxiv. Email us at gtffxiv at gmail.com. Please give us a rating and uh, personal plugs. Uh, Actually, before we close, I just searched the post and there are no taco-related questions for the letter of the producer. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So, somebody needs to do that. Okay, but uh, personal plugs, Ruby. Yes, you can find me on Twitter at Rubicon Vale, R-U-B-I-C-O-N-V-A-L-E. And you can find me on Twitter, Yelta Sumasu at Y-E-L-T-A-S-U-M-A-S-U. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Goodbye. Let's go do some content. Content. We gotta go. Bye.